What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 38 of the Fud Pod. What's up, guys? What's going on? What's up? UP. Yeah, you got it. Mm-hmm. Que pasa? Como esta? Mm. Yo, yo que tato. Uh, muy bien, muy bien. I'm exhausted. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> the mono take out pocket and knife. The hell is that? That's the only Tagalog that I know, dude. That was what I was taught when I was younger, so it's like it's all I know. Yeah, Tagalog, man, that's a, it's a beautiful language, but also it can be, it's a, it's a goofy, it can be a goofy sounding language, because like the, the NG is really heavy in that language. <laughs> Isn't some of it like, kind of rooted through Spanish or something? Yeah, through the, you know, Spanish conquistadors and all that jazz back in the day. A lot um, of that's Go ahead. A lot a lot of Filipino. You, you know, if you look in their last names, it's a lot of Spanish last names. Well, a lot of languages are derived from Spanish. I mean, there's a lot of languages that, I mean, other outside of English, of course, but I mean, a lot of languages come from Spanish or a derivative of Spanish in some way. I thought most of them were like a derivative of Latin. Correct. Well, they all came from that too. Even Spanish came from that. So, and I think Latin was from. I believe um, the Pangea. No, Pangea. The oldest civilization, like on record, that not outside of China, because obviously the, the oldest civilization of all time was in China. The Roman Empire. No, not the Roman Empire. Um, Pangea. The Sumerians. Hmm. So, some the language they spoke in Sumeria, in Latin. The pirates. What? Oh, it's Somalian. Sumerian records? Yes, Sumerian records. Yes. Get ready for some breakdowns. You know, this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, most of your biblical stories come from that. They come yeah. from, they come from uh, the Epic of Gilgamesh, which is a Sumerian story. The beginning right. of creation. Is that what? The deluge, which is, you know, the flood. Is that what the, the feds just seized from Hobby Lobby? Was like a tablet of the Epic of Gilgamesh or something? What? Yeah. You from, didn't see that? From Hobby Lobby? Hobby Lobby, like, bought this thing for, like, millions of dollars. Hobby Lobby? Hobby Lobby. I gotta look this up. And then, like, they're going under or something, right? Or did they just, like, start buying up stores or something? And, uh... Couldn't tell you. Apparently the Fed seized their tablet, like, old stone tablet that was, like, Contained some of the Epic of Gilgamesh or something. Were they were they claiming that it was the actual stone tablet? Like they they bought it like it was at an auction or something like years ago. I, know, I understand that, but are like if you know if you happen to know are are you insinuating that the feds are claiming that this is the actual artifact? I think so. Interesting. I didn't read the whole article. I, obviously, I just read like a headline or something. You know. I wasn't too interested in what Hobby Lobby's got going on. So here's, or the here's, feds. So here's the beginning of it. A rare and ancient tablet... Oh, this is uh, from uh, USA Today, so I want to give them credit. Uh, a rare Why? and ancient tablet... Because I don't want them to say shit to us. A rare and ancient tablet containing one of the world's oldest works of literature should be in Iraq and not owned by a U.S. arts and crafts store, the U.S. Uh, Justice Department said. In 2014, Hobby Lobby purchased Gilgamesh Dream Tablet for over $1.6 million. The Justice Department announced the store needed to return the artifact after discovering the auction house that sold it did it under false pretenses. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, and, and it, it has the Sumerian poem of Gilgamesh on there. Plan to display the tablet in its Museum of Bible, a museum founded by owners of the craft store chain Steve and Jackie Green. I bet... Wow. I bet uh, Nicholas Cage owns Hobby Lobby. It's, it's just a front to go get these historic documents and shit. Why would he do that? 
He National, creates National a store. Treasure. Oh, you, 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 he created this store just to make all this money to buy the Epic of Gilgamesh. <laughs> Ancient artifacts and shit. You, you really have some hatred for Nick Cage, don't you? So what do you think is like... That wasn't, that wasn't like hate towards him. I mean, yeah, I don't like, I don't like Nick Cage. He stinks. This has been this has been well documented. All right, so you flipping off a wax figure. That's that is true. <laughs> but I mean, what would what would make more sense? You start a a business front. I mean, he's Italian. Who? Nick Cage. Yep. I don't believe it, and I won't allow it. So she's seen the look on Doc's face, and he starts this storefront. All he's doing is laundering the money and illegally purchasing artifacts. What kind of last name is Cage? Dude, it's probably a freaking a God pseudonym kind of name that he uses in Hollywood. Coppola. Is that his real last name? Yeah. Like Francis Ford? Yeah. Is he related? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's why he gets his jobs. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> What a bozo. <laughs> Random. Yeah. Brrr. It's a little bit of a... Fucking sound engineers. What's, what's that? Uh, not favorite? Nepotism. A little yeah. bit of nepotism going on in Hollywood, obviously. Well, of course. Because that dude stinks. Apparently his new film, it's like... But it's about a pig. It's supposed to be a John Wick film-esque. It's Nick Cage protecting a pig or some shit. <laughs> I don't know. What was it? What was the other one you were telling us about where he was like... Was it jujitsu? <laughs> a samurai or something? Samurai? I thought it was the jujitsu movie. Where it had nothing to do with jujitsu. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Yeah, I think it was just called jujitsu, and it was just like a gun film. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Like, what's more, like I don't know what would be more offensive. That or Last Samurai. Like, I actually, actually like Last Samurai. It's just... How the fuck are you going to choose Tom Cruise? Listen, I agree with you, but nobody... I'm not going to steal Paul Mooney. I'm not going to steal from Paul Mooney. Exactly. Like, nobody really made reference to that until Paul Mooney's the one who said it, and everybody's like, God, he's right. Jeez. Yeah, he's fucking right, dude. Like, same thing, um... Uh, I won't go down the road. Like, there's, like, another film that's like, are you serious? Like, the... (laughs) Like, they let... Anyway. So, The Last Samurai, I never actually... I always fall asleep within the first, like, ten minutes of it or something. Um, does it explain why he is a white samurai? Yeah, he was a soldier. He came over there to train. Um, so they were trying to force out, like, the remaining, like, feudal lords because Jap- the Jap- Japanese was, like, mobilizing their actual interior government, making because I think it was, like, the end of the 19th century. So they the were. Tr- end, of the, end of the samurai, the introduction of the Western civilization. Exactly. So they asked. Tom Cruise, who was, I think he had fought in, like, the Civil War, and then it also fought um, with, like, um, the Rough Riders and stuff like that. So they brought him over there to teach the government of Japan, their soldiers, Western-style fighting. And so while he was over there, he saw how the samurai were and how they lived their lives and how they treated the land and how they took care of everything the way they did. And he, I think he ended up getting captured by them during a skirmish. And if you want to think about it, it's kind of like, you know, uh, what's that where you fall in love with your captors type deal? What's that syndrome called? Stockholm. Yeah, so it's kind of but, Stock, Stockholm syndrome in a way. But this is part of, like, it, it, it's a, like, that's an actual person. Right. Oh, this is real. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the movie, obviously, whatever, it's loosely based off a real person, yes. Was but, that a real person? Was he a white guy? Yeah. But, so, he ends up, like, you know, becoming one of them. He falls in love with, like, some woman, and... What's her name? I don't remember. I've only seen the movie, like, twice. And so, he ends up falling in love with her, and he ends up fighting, and they have this giant, big, skirt like, battle at the end, and the samurai are fighting with their spears or swords or anything until the... Japanese government, with some other things, unleash automatic weapons. Oh yeah, everything was all peaches and cream, and they roll in a fucking Gatling gun. Yeah, yeah. 
they roll in a Gatling gun and it's it's over. They they cut them to pieces. And well, that's what I'm. And that's what I'm saying is, even Tom Cruise caught some fucking bullets and he still survived. But like the lat, like like the head, like the head honcho, the, the like the head of the fuck, you know, of the whole samurai, like he had to die. Like nah, fuck that. They should just let him, you know, survive the wounds. He would have been a wounded samurai, like a, a, a wounded warrior, teaching the rest of the the rest of the you know the, the clan or the legacy of the way. Like. Not Tom Cruise. Now he's going to teach the same way the book of Dianetics. <laughs> <laughs> now we have Gundam. Yeah, now we have Gundam. <laughs> you know, it's actually a parallel to the way... Because um, the samurai were basically just Japanese clans. So it's very similar in the way the Scottish clans ended up fading out because of the English. And there was a final giant battle... You know, and the English won, and that basically ended the Scottish clans and the Highlanders and stuff like that. So it's very, very similar. I mean, obviously that happened in like 1674, and then the one with Japanese almost in the two, you know, 1900. So, are you aware of like the disappearance? This isn't Scottish. This is like Viking. So whatever Norse, uh, like like the clan of like Redbeard. They just like randomly disappeared. The civilization of yeah. You talk about like based off of Redbeard the pirate? No, 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 the Viking. Oh, uh, no, I don't know that story. Abducted. Aliens. Zenu. No, uh, apparently this one falls into Hollow Earth theory. Ah. The mole men, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So according, uh, yeah, uh, what? I've never. It's like according to the scriptures, like I actually put my hands on the book and I never saw it. But it's like depending on what you're looking at, some uh, some stories say that they traveled far north, and when they did, they they found they found this entryway, uh, to, like a, in the North Pole, and like I forgot what they called it, but it was basically the Eternal Summer, where it was like like when they when they found it it was like eternal summers tropical there was like lush lands and stuff like that within the earth but i don't know well how do we how do we not know that those vikings because so a lot of vikings settled russia so how do we know that the lost clan wasn't just one of the clan you know some of the clans that actually settled settled russia what putin what about him you think he's one of them well, most Russian. Well, not all Russians, but like the ones. That dude's Nordic as shit. The ones, the ones who live in like, you know, like Moscow and I mean, Saint Petersburg, like that. They all derive from Viking heritage. What I mean is, do you think he's one of the originals? Like still alive? Yeah. You know, like he's like, he's like almost two thousand years old. Yeah. It's very possible. Motherfucker almost started World War Three over a, a Super Bowl ring. Just saying. You think he gives two shits? What? Like, Look that story up. So I forgot what Super Bowl it was, but the Patriots just won, right? And they were doing like a meet and greet. It was with the president and, and like Vladimir Putin was there. And uh, who who owns uh, the the Patriots? Bob Kraft. Kraft. Yeah, Kraft. Yeah, Kraft was there, right? And so I forgot what happened. So he shakes uh, Putin shakes uh, yeah Kraft's hand, right? He goes, oh. He points at the Super Bowl ring. He goes, nice ring. And he goes, oh, yeah, you'd like to see. He's like, sure, let me see. And, like, he, he so Kraft hands in the ring. Putin slips it on. He goes, very nice. I, I think he says, I think he even says, you could even kill somebody with this. And just walks away with it. What are you going to what are you going to say to fucking Vladimir Putin? Hey, I'm, man. I'm, I'm jumping on Vladimir Putin. I'm Putin. I'm beating his ass getting my ring back. Man, he killed a bear with his dude, own hands. Dude, Vladimir Putin doesn't look like he could beat himself out of a wet paper bag, dude. Dude, did you see his hockey highlights? <laughs> this year, he scored eight goals. All I'm saying is, have you ever, like, I, I, I'm, I don't... It's not that I fear him, but it's like I worry because like if it's if it's someone like him that's running you know the country over there, then you got Sleepy Joe over here, dude. That's no good. All right. So here's a here's a quote from it of Kraft. I took out the ring and showed it to Putin. He put it on and goes, "I can kill someone with this ring." And then uh, Kraft said, "I put out my hand 
and he put it in his pocket, and three KGB guys got around him and walked out. Damn. The fuck you gonna do? Did he get? Yeah. What's Robert Kraft gonna do? To three KGB guys. Yeah, but Trump is is standing right there. I'm assuming it's Trump. You tell me. You tell me Trump and CIA is not gonna say turn around and give the fucking ring back. I mean. Putin's gonna whisper into his ear. PP tapes. (laughs) (laughs) Robert Kraft probably just got on a plane, flew down to Florida, let the little massage parlor girl give him a hand job or something. And called it a day. And then called the ring people and said, make me a new fucking Yeah, ring. make me a new one. <laughs> Does it say saying. that he got it back? Hmm? Does the article say he got it back? I'm looking. I don't think he did. Like, I think I think World War Three almost started over a fucking Super Bowl ring. Dude, I, I read, like... <laughs> I do kind of hope that Pooch just walking around with the fucking Super Bowl ring on, like... <laughs> Still wears it? Yeah. That's what's most disrespectful. Get this. If you want to be, like... If you want to, like... Add all the like lure to it of all fucking all teams. He has a fucking patriot yeah, on his hand. He's just walking around like patriot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. He didn't give two like. Yeah, he didn't give a fuck about your sport. No. Like no. You make Kraft makes good cheese. We meet. We <laughs> yeah. eat. We eat it on everything over in Mother Russia. Now That's it is claimed that the Super Bowl ring is officially a gift to Russia. Oh. He also did this. He also did that to somebody's, uh, like, to, to this actor, I believe. He did that to his wife. Like, they invited him, like, Putin invited him over. Um, what did he do? Fuck his wife? No, no, the, they didn't do anything except, like, just, like, talk for, like, three hours. Who knows? Is what, is what she said. But, like, the KGB escorted this guy into one fucking room. Putin and the wife went to the other room. What are you going to do? Don't go to Russia. Yeah. <laughs> so let's just say if in that that whole scenario, if Putin would have been, you know, killed by CIA or whatever, Secret Service, whoever, mm-hmm. is he like the one leading that charge, or is there like like some guys that are like back back in the motherland, like oh, oh yeah, oh we gotta avenge Putin. Yeah, or is, or would they be like, we're free from Putin? Like, no, I mean it's, it's the same thing as same thing as here. I mean, if if you know another country assassinated our president, you know the rest of the government's gonna want somebody's heads to roll. So it'd be the exact yeah. But same if you way. found out if you found out your leader was a a pickpocket, a pickpocket, <laughs> <laughs> like he, he didn't do anything. Like he all this other stuff he did bad. But the fact that he was a pickpocket, that's going to be the thing. Like, there was this one, I think it was like a, a, like a manufacturing company. They were, ba- uh, they were reaping, they, ba- they basically were reaping all the benefits. They weren't properly distributing, distributing the wealth like they agreed upon in the contract. I think, I, I can't remember what it was. I don't know if it was like a car plant or whatever. And so during a board meeting, Vladimir Putin just marches in, right? I don't know, and like, it's weird, like, I don't know, maybe he had, like, a whole entourage. It was weird how they had the camera set up, too, so, but anyway, he marches in, he says, I told you guys, you had, th- you know, this, this, and this was supposed to happen, now, I, I come to find out, you, you didn't need to even, even follow through, you're not a man of, your, you're not men of your words, now you're gonna handle your company. Here's the pen, sign, sign, sign it over right now. Well, they don't so, have any, they don't have any states' rights in Russia, so everything's what? at the, at the mercy of the, at, at the government. So right, but this is what this is, this is how strong of a motherfucker he is, how strong-minded he is. So everybody's signing, right? The last person he signs and he walks away with Putin's pen. He goes, "Hey, no, 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 that's my pen. Give it back right now. That's my pen. You're not taking anything from me. <laughs> so are you really gonna get anything from him except a fucking fist in the mouth, maybe? All right, so <laughs> gotta throw this or, out there, the just because it popped in my head. Vladimir Putin versus Kim Jong. Who wins? What, like a fist fight? Yeah. Putin. Putin Putin versus who? Kim Jong. Putin. Yeah, unless unless Kim Jong, like, laced his hands up with some killer agent that didn't kill him, too. (laughs) Hey, Kim Jong shot an 18 in 18 holes, dude. 
Kim Jong fed his uncle to a fucking German Shepherds. Yeah, but are golfers athletes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're athletes. Hey, Tiger Woods. I think if, I think if you look at the golfers nowadays, they're becoming more athletic looking. A lot of the older golfers from years past right. were looking pretty doughy. Let me rephrase that. <laughs> would you spend too much time say, at the clubhouse? Yeah. Would you say Arnold Palmer's athletic? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I can't remember what Arnold Palmer looked like. Would back you say in the Phil day. Mickelson is athletic? Okay, so there's got to okay. there's got to be some. All right, I'm not I'm average not, golfer. If you looked at him, do you say? No, they look like a normal dude. Yeah. Do they look like they look athletic? Like, yeah, they look uh, like a normal dude. Bryson DeChambeau. You don't have to uh, redact those words on Arnold Palmer. Let me see. He's looking pretty shredded right there. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I didn't know how he looked young. Well, neither do I. I mean, all I know is the old guy that's on the tea can. Yeah, a good old Arnold Palmy. <laughs> Arnold Palmies. Arnold Palmy alert. Arnold Palmy alert. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, uh, Who's the other one? Phil Mickelson. Phil Mickelson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just, I'm just saying that you know. Me being, you know, an American male, strong in my my pride. Just pride? Just you saying. a fucking lion? What? In your pride? Are you a lion? Shut up! I'm just saying. Now, if 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 Putin stole my Super Bowl ring, he'd be catching a bow, dude. I don't care. Putin would beat your ass too, man. No. He'd take you and fucking Kim Jong at the same time. Dude, Putin doesn't have those KGB if guys around him. If Putin doesn't have if Putin doesn't have those KGB guys around him. Yeah, uh, Kraft would be watching while getting a handy. He's taking he's taking an ass whooping, dude. I'm sorry, unless he knows some like KGB he, martial art. Because he, he used got, to be. He, he started that. He didn't start the KGB. Like that, mar- whatever that martial arts is. They oh, use. I thought you were talking about. The yeah, he started KGB. that. Oh, really? Like what Krav Maga? Samba. Yeah. I thought was, yeah. I thought Samba was the, the one. That, Samba? No, it's Kempo in America. Yeah, Samba. Like, dude, I'm sorry. Like, that's why it's like. He's one of those mother like he he just he has a body count. You know this guy has a fucking body. And I, I I know I feel you. I feel you. That 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 roaring sword eagle in me is like yeah, fuck that guy. But if I can't like if it came toe to toe like man, even in a fist fight, this dude is no fucking joke. Have you seen him toss dudes? Like he is he's ragged on fools. But you know what? Trump has grabbed tr- Trump has grabbed plenty of women by the pussy, so I think he has a shot. Talking like you mean to tell me that grip over the years? <laughs> <laughs> it's, like the, it's like the Vulcan death grip, dude. <laughs> this has gotten stronger through the years, dude. But he's not the president. You forget he's not the president. Yeah. Biden. Old, old but Joey when, B, dude. But when this happened, Trump was still president, correct? Who gives a shit? I'm talking. I'm talking like modern affairs. Yeah. Oh, JB, Cold jacket, dude, jacket. dude, JB ain't doing shit. I mean, he's not even gonna remember that Putin was even there, so he's gonna forget that he was even there. I mean, what happened? Our only, our, our only chance, and like, like I reluctantly say this because I'm not a fan of hers, but like Kamala Harris would have to step in and like you know go toe to toe. You think Kamala Harris could like just headbutt Putin and probably take him down? No, what she would do. Is find a way to like get him arrested and then withhold evidence to get him out of jail. Yeah, she'd find some way. So, if it was here, she'd get like yeah. immigration on him or something. So let me ask you yeah, something. Then, and then have him work the floor, like have him put out wildfires for. Put him in one of those cages. Out. All right. So outside yeah, exactly. of Putin, outside of Putin, let's go back here. I got a weird question for you guys. Uh-huh. Out of all the U.S. presidents, probably let's let's say. Let's say since the 1950s. Who do you think is the most badass of all the presidents that could probably whoop some ass no matter what? Uh, Abraham Lincoln. I said since the 1950s. Damn, dude. Considering the fact that they're teaching people in school that the first president of the United States was uh, Abraham Lincoln. Are you serious? Yes. Yes, with the new, like, thing that they've got going on now. It's like, like, they're teaching people, they're teaching kids... Like the presidency started at Abraham Lincoln. Oh, fuck it. I don't care anymore. Um, 
I would say like modern, like maybe Teddy. Yeah, but that he died in nineteen nineteen. We can go all the way back to nineteen hundred. We can go back to nineteen hundred. Oh sure, how we can go back in time. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, who? He he was like the replacement between JFK and Nixon. Was it was Lyndon it Johnson or Gerald Ford? I think it was Gerald. Yeah. Lyndon yeah, Johnson. Yeah, yeah. Oh, was yeah. no, 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 Lyndon, Lyndon Johnson took after took over right after Kennedy, and then I'm, I'm talking, what? I'm talking Ford. I'm talking yeah. Okay. I'm talking ex CIA, head of the CIA. Yeah, and oh, also Ike, man, he's a general. Ike, Ike, yeah, Ike is a bad motherfucker, man. Like the only reason why, like I know, like I don't know a whole lot, but I had to do like a like a history report on him back in the day. So that's why I was like, I was like, damn, dude, old Ike is a bad motherfucker. Man. So I didn't, I didn't know this. I forget who told me. Like on the interstates and shit, when you see that Dwight Eisenhower thing, mm-hmm. like that that strip is made for like emergency aircraft to land. Yeah, you know, I mean, South Carolina has one right there on twenty six. Yeah. So right, that's why there's such a big. That's why there's such a big separation between um, Ashley Fosse Road and Lassen. That's why the separation is so big because it's actually an emergency landing strip on I-26 right there. So they can close it down and actually like a 747 can actually land there. So like you Air Force One or something. Right, but like why would they need to land there when you have? The Air Force base. If the base is bombed, or if they can't land at the airport, or if the base has been bombed and there's no landing strips, or if it's clogged, or they can't get one open, then the interstate can actually be used as a landing strip. They have them all over the place. Monk's Corner. That's true. This emergency landing, like planes about to crash. If this was like supposed to be like wartime, if war was to come here, okay. Eisenhower, he, he warned us about the military industrial complex. He did. Why he's so fucking important. You know, I on it. This is coming from somebody who was in the military. He said he was a general. He saw it happening, and he saw that war is a manufacturing machine, and if and if we get wrapped around it, then we put all these people out of jobs. So what happens? We create fucking wars. That's why, like, and that's why, like, Jimmy Dore, he's so good. Like, if you want to, like, if you really want to get a non-biased, in my opinion, listen to Jimmy Dore. It's like because, like, the, like, it's wars like the fucking Iraq War and shit. Like, like I understood why we went in there, but like at the same time, like, there's a lot of bullshit behind it. There's a lot of fucking bullshit behind it, and now we're dependent upon this military-industrial complex. I think there was more bullshit about Iraq than there was actual truth. And I'm not saying that they didn't have weapons of mass destruction. I'm not saying that. WMDs. <laughs> but but I, that's what, why are we bombing motherfuckers on Iraq when the when the people that did it were from Afghanistan? Correct. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> What? Like, Iraq was too busy, like, you know, slaughtering their people, minding their own business, you know, and like, all of a sudden they're like, you guys supposed to do what? Like, we didn't do anything. It was like, what? Like, yeah, it was, we didn't do shit this time, man. Our hands are clean. Yeah, I thought we were cool. <laughs> <laughs> we just had a beer a couple days ago. What the hell? Sorry, guys. Yeah. My dad said I had to. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That was, did you see that? Like, that it was a post-9-11. Listen. We plan on getting those who attacked us. The United States will not rest. Now, watch me drop this. Watch me drop this down the green. What? <laughs> Are you fucking serious? Like, no, motherfucker. You should be on a plane right now looking for him. Dude, can y'all, not, can y'all not say that Will Ferrell did a fantastic job as fucking George Bush, dude? Uh, he he nailed it. Job. So did that guy in uh, Harold and Kumar Escape from Guantanamo. Oh, yeah. Did a fantastic. Now here's here's a crazy thing though. Apparently, I didn't know this, but the Obama Biden administration dished out more bombs than the Dick uh, than the Bush and Cheney administration. Really? Actually, that was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, I hate I hate to I hate I hate to acknowledge that because I happened to be in that location during those time periods. Uh, but like, yeah, during uh fucking 2013, I believe 20 might have been 2013. Yeah. Uh, it was September of 2013. Uh, the Air Force ran out of bombs because they were bombing cities so uh, so much. And just two weeks Every ago, they started bombing. Dude. Yeah, and just yeah, and that fucking nuts. And then like, uh, and then just two weeks ago, we started bombing Somalia. 
And like trying to get what do we get revenge for Black Hawk down? You know, like thirty years after it happened. No, apparently they got re- apparently they got nice land and resources. <laughs> they also- how, how, did, how did our fucking oil get there? How did our fucking oil get over there? We gotta get our fucking oil. <laughs> <laughs> Well, changing in Venezuela. Yeah, I know, man. I mean, what, dude? They, there was a list that came out like a couple years ago that said the top. Everybody says that like the Middle East is the top oil producer in the world. Uh, Venezuela and Russia are. They actually produce more oil per capita than any else, any other place in the world. And that's the reason why, like, like when Hugo Chavez was like when we were at battle with at war with Hugo Chavez. Like, do you know how much gas prices were in Venezuela? Like, 30 cents a gallon. Everybody else was, like, struggling. What was this? Ah, God. When, like, when was, like, the huge thing between us and Hugo Chavez? Was that in the mid mid to late 2000s? Early 2010s? Like, something like that. Hold on. You said, who produces the most oil? Well, they said, the the list said that Russia and Venezuela produce more oil per capita between the two countries than any other place on Earth. At what point? What point in time? Uh, this was like a, this list came out in like the it's like I said it's like in the late two thousands. Okay. Like, like early two thousand tens maybe. But that's not ref- you're not referencing until now are you? No 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 no. Okay. No, because I can tell you already have a list out or something like that. Yes. About to, go ahead and read the list. Number one, <clears throat> America. Wait wait <clears throat> we don't pro- no, yeah, yeah. be clear as number throat. two. Not I was trying to get rid of that. Time out time out time out. That's oil consumption or production of oil. Yearly. Oil production barrels per day, 14 billion barrels. But see, all the environmentalists don't want us having these uh, pipelines and shit. Yeah, true. So we have to go get, get our oil. Our oil from Venezuela. They took it. So we have to go get it back. Yeah. Like we were trying to make these pipelines... Make it easy. They can yeah. just send it down the tube like it's the fucking ATM or the bank. Nope. Now we got to go down there and get it. Now, now they got to make it really fucking. Now we got to go to you know Syria. We got to Saudi. We got fucking Saudi Arabia, Iraq. We got to go there and like we got to figure out how to get it. Then See, I, th- I think the biggest gripe with oil is. Um, <laughs> I'm being sarcastic, everyone. Just it's for all. The list- <laughs> it's all it's all big dinosaur. Um, they don't want dinosaur remains being disturbed. Mm-mm. I'm really surprised that no I, company, yeah, <laughs> like no performance company, has ever tried to use like dino blood. What? <laughs> what? Is like the name? Like as a name? Like some kind of like car performance company? You know, whether it be oil. Or a gas additive or something. Dino blood. Like you Coin it pop- right now. Coin it right now. Yeah. You, if anybody takes it, it's because you heard it on here. On Fudpot. From Balk. We're trademarking it now. You can't have that shit. It's Balk's. Yep. Just to, you know, along with Fresh Souls and Sauce Boss and whatever else we've come up with. You know, Ukrainian fighting doll. Anyway. Anyway. But, um. <laughs> we didn't come up with those. Those are a real thing. Those are real. Yeah. Ukrainian fighting dolphins are real. Yeah. Those are real. We didn't make those up. You can't put that on the list. Okay. We're not Ukraine. We're not Ukrainian. Fine. We gave I don't them know our, what you are. I'm we, not. We gave them our dolphins, so it doesn't fucking matter. They're not ours. We don't own dolphins. We own these. No one owns the water. <laughs> <laughs> we own these dolphins. Remember, You don't remember? They came from SeaWorld. They were, we own these dolphins. What kind of dolphins were they, Danny? Again, <laughs> <laughs> lock your ass up. Bottlenose is the only ones we know, dude. Orcas. Were they? They were Romanian bottlenose dolphins. <laughs> they were South Carolinian bottlenose dolphins. Uh, South Indian Ocean bottlenose dolphins. Either way, from Montana. Either <laughs> yeah, landlocked Mo- Montana. Montanese dolphins. Montanese. <laughs> Montanian dolphin. Montanian dolphin. Idaho, now this here is a Montanian dolphin. Idahoian. Idahoian. Idahoish. Idahoish. 
Lish. Idaho Lish. How about the Dakotas? Like Polish? How about the Dakotas? A, is that a potato nose dolphin? <laughs> what about the Dakotas? You know, what kind of dolphins they got? You know? Yeah, spud nose. Ah, spud nose. Nice. Well, anyway, the point, I don't even remember what the damn point was. <laughs> Thanks, Balk. Got him. Nice. Bye, bye. There we go. Got your ass. <laughs> Hit him with the fucking rim shot. That was perfect, too, man. That was good. <laughs> All right. I, I honestly don't remember. But anyway, uh, switching gears, I saw something today, man. It shocked the hell out of me. Um, Your apple? Yep. Your dick in a light socket? Yep. Because <laughs> you got something to say, yep. Uh, no. Yep. Go ahead. Go ahead. Anyway. Dragged your feet across the carpet too much? Yep. Um. Did you poop your pants? Yep. That didn't shock him. <laughs> That's every day. Guess who WWE released? Who? The Fiend. Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt. Hmm. Is doing a what? They released him, dude. Just released him today. Hey. Why the fuck would you leave, release your set next to, like, so outside of Roman Reigns? The Fiend was the biggest star in that company. Why the fuck are you going to release him? Because. Oh, my God. John you, Cena is back. You can't see him, so nobody gives a shit. That makes sense if they're like, if there's like an ego, like if there's like collision of egos, like this giant massive star versus the other, like, I don't know, man. Dude, it's if it wasn't watch. for Bray Wyatt, man, in 2020, the WWE would have been nothing. I mean, he yeah. he literally kept that company. His fiend character kept that company afloat through all of 2020. I kind of feel like John Cena stole his deal from Booker T. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying it now. I'm saying it live. I'm saying it on the air. I feel like John Cena stole the hand deal from Booker T. Not from before well, he before right. he would do the spin of Rooney. Not so, from King. Five times. Five so didn't Booker kind of do this? Like he, he looked, he looked at his hand. He's like, he would shake his hand. He's yeah. like shaking his like does the. I feel like he used to put like the, put the hand up in front of his face. But he didn't do. Yeah, he didn't do that. Didn't Booker, do Booker was like, All right, I'll go his... watch a bunch of old WWF matches. Booker find would... Booker T in the middle of the ring five time spin a Rooney on your bitch ass. Honestly, and then no, out of the if ring. you want to, if you want to watch, I le- like Stone Cold. Yeah, <laughs> if you want to watch legitimate Booker T matches, do not watch WWE matches. Go back and watch the WCW matches. Where he actually was like, dude, was badass, dude. And like, a champion. Huh? And a champion. Yeah, and a champion. Yeah, exactly. Disney. He didn't get buried like he did in WWE. That was, that was his primetime era, in my opinion. Like, not to say I followed uh, his fucking... Harlem Heat? When he was... Dude, he was so innovative in Harlem Heat. Like, the Harlem Hangover, it was one of the most badass moves I had ever seen. And uh, nobody ever does it. Dude... It's a spinning leg drop off the top rope. How many people have you actually seen do that? This guy That's jumps up and does like a 450 splash and drops a leg on you. That's a I bad move. I can only imagine years of doing that might screw your spine up. Probably so. Landing on your butt like that. Probably so. And I didn't know that him and his tag team partner were actually really brothers. Yes, yeah, Stevie Ray. Yeah, I didn't know they were legitimately brothers. I didn't know that. Yeah. Huh? Hey, how about... uh? UFC 268. Oh, uh, is that Robbie Lawler, Nate Diaz? Oh, Justin Gaethje, Michael Chandler? Yeah, Chandler, Gaethje, and then Colby and Usman. Oh, oops. oh yeah, dude, that's going to be a good one. Is that tonight? No, that's... No, 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 no. November? Yeah. You know, I, I meant to bring up a fighter uh, from last week's card. Tonight's Uriah Hall and Sean. Uh... Uh, I can't remember his last name. But anyway, I'm going for your aisle. But last week, there's this dude named The Damage. Did you watch him? Mm-mm. He lived, like, he has, like, this gnarly tattoo. Called, it's just The Damage across his chest. And he lives to the, the freaking name, man. Like, he, what what happens is he'll use, like, the first, shoot, maybe two rounds. He'll let you, like, give it to him, all your shots, man. And he's bloodied up. And he's letting you believe, oh, I got him, I got him. You don't got him. Just <laughs> eating it. Just eating it. And all of a sudden, he just, like, he wakes up and just, like, starts grinding on you. And, like, like just, if you pull up a picture, it's just, like, 
pure like you know crimson mask and just the damage across his like it looks like someone like carved it in his chest <laughs> like it's it's good i think you'd be a fan <laughs> i'll have to look up the uh that last one and rewatch it or something it's good man it's really good i like those um, bloody ones man where someone just looks like robbie lawler when he split that lip yeah yeah that was a yeah and Roy mcdonald that was a that was a freaking melee that was, that was definitely a one for the books you know who's been doing really well? Um, really freaking well in one one FC is Brandon Vera. Oh wow, well, that's a name I haven't heard in forever. He's been kicking ass over there. Like, and, I, and it's not like he's fighting tin cans. Like, he's been the heavyweight champion. Um, he might still be the heavyweight champion. Uh, he he recently, I believe he recently fought for the light light heavyweight. Uh, but the guy who holds that title is no joke, man. Like that, talk about a bloody fight. That one's a bloody fight. Like, dude caught a man. Uh, his name is Ong Ong La A U N G L A, and like he he fed Brandon Vera spinning elbow and like rocked and bam hit him in the temple and Brandon Vera didn't like it. And he he fed him one too and split the dude right there and like just like and like started pouring blood. But that didn't stop him. That just pissed him off. And then like that, like I don't know how it ended up on the side of the cage and like Ong La just started like raining you know blows and like that that that's what stopped the fight. But that's a hell of a fight. Man. Yeah, Brandon Vera kicking ass over there, man. So, question, and I'm being serious. It's, you're going to think I'm joking, but I'm being serious. So, it, you think it's possible. You know how people talk about putting, bringing in moves into mixed martial arts, things from like outside from different things like video games or whatever. Do you actually think somebody could pull off like a, a Shoryuken in a fight? Yeah. You know what? Somebody pulled off a Boston Crab. Have you seen that? I did see that one. I did see that one. The dude tapped out. Yeah. Uh, if anybody could pull something, like, I, I would imagine, like, a Michelle Pereira, that, like, uh, Capoeira guy, that, you yeah. know, somebody wild like him, or, hell, even a Sean O'Malley. <laughs> Who was the dude? Raymond Daniels. Who was the dude from Bellator that we were watching? Was that him? I, I already knew he was. Okay. I, I, yeah, I was like, all right, like, oh, I know. Yep, Raymond Daniels. Yeah, that guy. That guy. Him or Michael Venom Page, MVP, what, like those types. It's gonna take those. You guys. think so? Those one of those guys you think could pull something off like that? Like, not. I'm not even joking. Yes. Like, if if they're just like, dude, if they're like, like, especially like Sean O'Malley or like I forgot who else uh, was really famous for like you know dribbling in the uh, in the in, in the ring or in the cage, but like if you're feeling yourself, then all of a sudden, man, you. Fucking man, I'm just go for it. Sure, <laughs> you can. Because I mean, it's just exactly. like what, like a flying uppercut. Yeah, basically. Basically, why not? <laughs> Wasn't there a fight where a dude actually did a a Hadouken or he did a Mortal Kombat move, and the guys, the announcers actually said, "Oh my god, that was from like a video game or something." I can't remember which one it was. I, it was either the the double punch that Luke Kang would do, or it was the somebody did the that number right there and there's somebody's like stomach or something like that i can't remember <laughs> what it was but i remember like like the announcer was like oh my god that was like a video game move or something like that, but i can't remember what it was i mean that's that's the thing was like and honestly this is why bruce lee would have a giant smile on his face this is that's the beauty of like that that was the essence of jeet kune do where you're just feeling yourself and you can do anything so much so that you could do a fucking haruken <laughs> So Balk is pulling something up. I don't know exactly what he's pulling up. Do you think any of that will ever be real? Shooting fireballs out your hands? I don't know. It'd be nice if it did. Uh-oh, here it comes. Is this it? Oh, no. He squirmed out. Oh, here it is. Oh, dude. So slow. <laughs> well, the guy's fighting him. He's not just letting him like he would, you know. And... Boston Crab, yeah. dude. Yeah. See, that's believable. Walls of Jericho. If you do Walls of Jericho, somebody can get out of that. You yeah, know, because you're like, so high up on your neck, you actually can get your arm around to probably and like. So there's yeah, a video yeah. where guys oh. talk about escaping like wrestling moves that they were trying to be pulled in like mixed martial arts, and almost every single one of them has a counter. And so, like, the Walls of Jericho is actually, like, or, well, actually would be the Lion Tamer, because there's two different versions. Walls of Jericho's Boston Crab, Lion Tamer's the one that's high up on the neck. But he even said, all you have to do is just pull your arm around and just pick the pick his, his um, ankle. 
and yeah. you and he, and once you pick the ankle, then you can get out of it. Because you, you have to be so you're so close to the guy because you have to put too much torque on the upper neck and back that right. it's easy to just grip grab his ankle and just pick the ankle and he has to let go. What? Rizzo hit another bomb, dude. Oh my god. Fez has, been, Fez has been happy, dude. Like, ever since that. Ever Had a si- couple of paisans over to the Yankees, you know, the past couple of days. So. Dude, I, like, we're sitting there watching TV, and I'm like, dude. I was like, you're. Because he was just talking mad shit about how the Yankees hadn't done anything. And I'm like, dude. Well, they got Gallo. Yeah, they got Gallo. And I'm just, like, refreshing my Twitter feed, like, looking for updates, like, all the trade deadline shit. And then Danny's just like, Dude. You're about to be happy. <laughs> so I'm trying to refresh it. I'm not seeing anything. And he's like, Yankees just got Anthony Rizzo. Because <laughs> the Cubs just traded off their all whole their fucking guys. team. Yep. Their whole team. And uh, everyone was like, oh, yeah, they got Gallo, and he's going to be doing this and doing that. And he'll come around. I'll wait till he gets, you know, back to the Bronx. He'll hit, you know, short porch and everything. But Rizzo, man, two games. Two bombs. Right now, I mean, he's been on base every at-bat. Yep. Got hit by a pitch, walked, and he's two for two. Hey, they could actually do a, a new Billy Madison right now. Why? Because now there's another Rizzo. Oh. <laughs> Rarudo. Was it Rarudo? Rarudo. Rizzuto. It was oh. Rizzuto. Phil Rizzuto. Uh, nice try. I tried. <laughs> close, dude. I just remember the Z's in there. <laughs> just that little scribble. <laughs> I hate you and I hate school. I'm never coming back here. Ever. You think he might be related to us? Who? I don't know, man. Maybe somewhere down the line. Who, Phil Rizzuto? No. no. Anthony, Anthony Rizzo. Rizzo. Yeah, he, does, he does kind of resemble Domino. No, the, the yeah. last name. We got a connection to those guys. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. We're going to do some uh, some tree hunting. Okay. Maybe we can get some tickets. Hey, uh, you remember seventeenth cousin? <laughs> give give me some tickets. I don't know how many times you've been removed, but uh, let's get some tickets. I wonder if Yankees tickets. I always was told that Yankees and Red Sox tickets are the hardest to come by, like because they usually sell out. But I mean, I wonder if it's still difficult to get. I mean. I'm not a Yankees fan, but I still would love to go to a game. I would have loved to have gone to a game at Old Yankee Stadium. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'd even go to a game at New Yankee Stadium. So, um, and they're in what? They're the Bronx, right? They're in the Bronx. Bronx Bombers, yep. dude. And then New York is, or the Mets are in, still in Flushing, right? Is that where MetLife Field is? Isn't that where they play the MetLife? City Field. Or City Field. Sorry, City Field. Met. It's still in Flushing. It's in the local dump. That uh, MetLife is for the Giants, the Giants and the Jets. Jets. City Field. Yeah, City Field. C-I-T-I. I figured it was like the bank. Yeah. Uh, that is for the New York Mets? Yes. Yeah. Queens. It's in Queens. Okay. So what is a... If you had to make a choice between Queens and Bronx, which is worse? Like... Obviously Queens, dude, because the Mets play there. Well, I'm talking about what has what has <laughs> what, what, what is what's the safer of the two boroughs? I don't know, dude. I've never been in the city. Yeah, why are you asking us? I'm not from the five boroughs. I've never even been up there, so I'm just. just I mean, okay, Danny. Just on my knowledge from uh, was it coming to America, Queens would be worse. <laughs> Danny, you need to go to Harlem. No, but. <laughs> After watching Jackie Chan films, I don't know if I'd want to be in the Bronx. It's a rumble. Yeah, it's a rumble in the Bronx. Have you ever seen a Bronx Tale? I love that. I love that movie. Just remember, the greatest quote from that line, the working class is a sucker. No, the working class is for suckers. (laughs) Oh, my God. No, the greatest line from any movie of all time. Is, I, I, hey, I was just quoting from this one movie. I was saying from all fucking movies. Damn, Danny. Damn, you, Daniel. You have two choices. You can either go out that window, or you can take the stairs. It's the best line of movie history right there, dude. So you, you've been watching The Sopranos, right? Manhattan is the worst one. 
Oh, really? Is it? Yeah. It's the most expensive uh, and most crowded. Uh, yeah, I'm on season two, maybe episode one right. or two. So, watching this and, you know, what they do, yada yada. Does it make you think, like, I don't know, maybe a life of organized crime would be kind of cool? <laughs> yes and no, because, like, it does seem appealing. You know, wear track sh- suits and <laughs> track suits. beat people's asses. <laughs> yeah, when somebody gets popped for racketeering or somebody rats or and you gotta kill somebody and, you're, and they look at you to be the fall guy and they're like so we'll see you in 14 yeah you know that kind of stinks yeah but you get that jail tracksuit definitely eating people's ass then just saying you want to be a wise guy, Fizz? Go right ahead. Be a wise guy. I know Danny. Dude, if Danny went to prison, he'd be eating so much ass. <laughs> definitely butt snorkeling. I will. Definitely. You would have no gray in your beard. It would be brown. Dude, I will. I will be the first to admit. I will be the first to admit. I would not make it past five six thirty in jail. Yeah. I would not make it. Yeah, I feel like if I was put in that position, I would have to already commit a murder or something. I I, I fully believe that I would be like the dude from Half Baked. Six thirty be the latest I can make it. If y'all couldn't bail me out by six thirty, I'd be done. Yeah, but then you'd be excited to be somebody's bitch at some point. No, I would never be excited. Danny's over there in the corner. Dirty, naughty, he's like naughty jungle of love. Oh yeah. Look at this buffet of booty. <laughs> Gotta get deep in here. Dude, I am not, what's his name? The the big, was it not, not big, I almost called him Big Booty Daddy. Uh, what was his name? <laughs> big Booty Daddy. That's, that's Scott, Scott Snyder. Are, are, you, are, you getting, are you getting prepared to go in there? No, uh, what was the guy's name? The, the Booty Warrior. The Booty Warrior. Oh my God. What was his yeah. real name? Police Johnson. Yes. Apparently that guy got off. Out, yeah, he's all loose, man. I know, I knew he was out. I already like, uh, I read something saying that he actually was doing better with his life, I guess, or something like that. I'm assuming so. Like, he didn't have to go off and like, you know, corner some, you know, poor schmuck and say, "I like you and I want you." We can do this the, you know, <laughs> the easy way. We can do this the hard way. Like yeah. that is the most chilling fucking video to ever watch. <laughs> all right, all right, Danny. So. You're a fan of butt eating. <laughs> All right, this is three weeks in a so, row we've been on this cotton topic, dude. If if the booty warrior found you, <laughs> oh no! And he goes, "You got two choices. <laughs> One, I'm gonna eat your ass. Two, you gonna eat my ass." No, there's going to be an option number three, I promise you. Three would be you're dead. I'd rather die. You wouldn't let the booty but, warrior eat your ass? No, I'd rather you, die. Like, but, but it's your booty getting eaten. By the booty warrior, dude. I'd rather die. He's like a samurai with actually, his tongue, man. Actually, there's four choices. I die or he dies. Somebody's going to die, though. You ain't killing the booty warrior. Oh, Fleece is, uh, Fleece is going down, son. Somebody's going down. <laughs> you know what? The booty warrior. Set yourself up for these jokes, man. Scott. <laughs> the booty warrior. Not that direction, Sean. Would eat your butt so good, you would die from. Will it. You shut up. <laughs> Chris Hansen. I call him Chris Hansen. Dude, like. No. Who wins out of a fight between? Uh, Vladimir Putin and Felice Johnson? Yeah, let's go that one. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know. Felice Johnson? I, I think so, because Felice Johnson wouldn't mind getting wrapped up. He wants that. Oh, he'd like that embrace, but it'd be a little cold coming from Russia. Vladimir. It wouldn't be a warm I, I, embrace. I believe it, but, you know, he's been in prison. He's been incarcerated. He understands the cold concrete. Cold love. Yeah, he understands cold love. (laughs) (laughs) 
That might be the name of the episode. <laughs> Cold love. Cold love from the... I keep wanting to say Big Bad Booty Daddy. <laughs> you just want it, Danny. No, it's like, You want the booty. No, no, Scott Steiner keeps popping into my head like every single time. It's like... That, so you want to eat Scott name, Steiner? Is that his name in your point of contacts? Is that how you like listed him as? Big Bad Booty Daddy? Yep. That's what I, that's what I call him. My freaks. Have you ever, did you ever hear the interview where he's talking, doing like the math? Like the 33 and a third and then 27 and, and a half like, or something like that? And then he's like, and when the moon, when the planets align at a 45 degree yeah. angle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like his math is so jacked, dude. And he's a college graduate. It doesn't mean anything. That doesn't mean anything. You're just talking shit. You're just riffing. You know who has, um, so his brother Rick Steiner is actually a successful, um, real estate agent, or he owns a real estate business in Georgia. You know, Rick Steiner's kid. Yeah, son of WWE. Yeah. But, uh, he's the, he's not the Brock Lesnar, um, ripoff, no, is he? No. Bronson. Wasn't it? Bronson Steiner? It's a big dude. He's got it like he goes by something weird. Yeah, Rick Steiner is their their full name. The the they just shortened it when they were wrestling just to Steiner. Oh, okay. Yeah, their real last name was like so it's Rick Bronson Steiner. Rex Steiner. Yeah. Yeah. Random fact: this has nothing to do with Bronson Steiner, but you could play as Action Bronson in the UFC game. <laughs> really? Yeah, he's alright. I mean, I like. Is this a, like? Is this three or four? Four, the latest one. That's a big dude. Yeah, he was like a. A running back or a linebacker or some like. Who's, who's the guy who was like a Brock Lesnar clone? I can't remember his name, but he they both signed like the same day. Yeah, and what he like he was like a defensive back or defense no back defensive tackle or something like that or offensive lineman in college football. And I don't know because he's like really young. I feel like he's like one of those he got out of school didn't go to college to play ball or something and became like a bodybuilder like he literally looks like a Brock Lesnar clone except he's got like a lot of tattoos or something yeah well Brock had a lot of tattoos when no, he first like, came in a lot oh not a dick up his chest or whatever yeah that guy what's he's his name artist uh Parker probably buried him in the mouth Verdure 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 Ver? uh, okay Brock Lesnar murdered the tattoo artist that tattooed his chest and buried him somewhere up in the fucking mountains. Dude, have y'all been seeing Brock's new, Brock's new look, man? He's got his like... His little man bun? Yeah, his little man bun ponytail and everything he's got going on now. Going full Viking? Yeah, dude. Might as well. Fuck it. Embrace it. So there was like a... He was talking about it. He stole that look from Sean. Huh? You stole that look from you. That's what he oh, said. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I understand it's a very sexy look, you know. Yeah. Hey, unlike I, can, I can't pull the look off. You know, I wish I could. What if you were to man? I can't do the high one. You could if you wanted to. I preferentially. Oh. I can. Same here. I choose not to. Falk. I plan on braiding my hair. Ponytail? Like, like cornrows? The high ponytail? Yeah, I'm gonna get some Dutch braids. No, doesn't work for me. Are how Dutch much, braids? How much longer like you keep in the uh, mullet? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna like break it. Have we gotta at least do the picture before you take it off. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know when I'm gonna cut it. I always wanna like fuck. Yeah, I wanna do it like because Jorge, the way Jorge does it, like that looks fucking slick, man. And Sean O'Malley, I mean, <laughs> that's pretty cool too. But like, uh, yeah, I just try, make. Yeah. I don't know what they're called on the island. But uh, a lot of people are uh, coming for white people calling them anything other than cornrows. No. Just, cornrows. just so you know. Say that again. I, so like, I guess white people started getting cornrows and calling them other things. I don't know if they're called Dutch braids anywhere else. Yeah. But like, uh, white people were taking heat on the internet for calling cornrows whatever else they wanted to call them. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, interesting. Okay. Well, on that note. Fuck you, Danny. Yeah, fuck you, Danny. Fuck you, Danny. I'm going to throw some Dutch rolls up in my noggin, son. That's what's going to happen. Peace!